What is up, all my Nexus family? It is your host, Dr. Daniel Kimberly. You are tuned into another episode of the Nexus Podcast. And on this week's episode of the podcast, I want to talk about kids. I want to talk about language development. I want to talk about first words. I want to talk about no words. And I want to talk about the brain. Because as you know, one of the things that I am so passionate about is helping more kiddos and more families express optimal health, full potential. And we're doing that every day here inside of our office. So kick back, relax, and enjoy this episode of the Nexus Podcast, where I talk all about first words and new words. Hope you enjoy. All right, my Nexus fam, as I just stated, you know that I love taking care of kids. I love taking care of whole families. It is like what we are most passionate about here inside of our office. But a really cool thing has happened over the last few weeks is as we are starting more families, as we are taking care of more kids and more families and more moms and more dads, one of the things that has come up inevitably many, many times over the last few weeks is a conversation around language and kids specifically having words. And so one of the things that people often ask me, and I'm just going to use my daughter as an example. So she's 17 or about to be 17 months old. And one of the things that people notice is like, she has so much language. Like it is crazy how much language she has. And you know, the thing is, is that every single kid is different, but by a certain point, Kiddos should be talking like they should have language. They should have words. They should be able to express themselves. So if they're not, then it's a pretty good indicator that there's some kind of misfiring or misfunction within the brain. That means stress being stuck on inside of the body, which we'll talk about here in a second. But it's important to know because one of the things that we understand about the brain is that the brain has two sides to it. There's a right side of the brain and the left side of the brain, which we'll talk about here in detail just in a minute. But over the course of the last few weeks, we've noticed lots of parents and lots of kids specifically mom saying, Hey, you adjusted my daughter. And she just said two new words. Like literally the next morning she woke up and she was saying two new words that we've never heard her say before. How is that possible? Well, it's possible because through the adjustments that we do here in our office, because we use a light force technique that affects the beta somatomotor rhythm in the brain via a 12 to 14 impulses per second, because we can have that effect on the brain with the adjustments that we do, we wake up the part of the brain that is responsible for language. So when I have a mom come in with girls two years old, we adjust her and literally like minutes after the adjustment, still in the office, adjusting dad, adjusting the other kiddo, mom's like, did you just hear her? She said a new word. She said a word we've never heard her say before. And this happened week after week in the office with the same kid. And so she's like, there's no coincidence that my kiddo has chiropractic care and all of a sudden she's saying new words like every time after she gets adjusted. It's because we're waking up the brain. We're allowing a different capacity and different function within the brain. One of the realizations that I've had is that long before my daughter could speak, she knew what stuff was. She just didn't have the language. She didn't have the ability to communicate what those things were, but she had an understanding of the world. And it's really interesting to watch unfold because what I see with these kiddos is like, we're taking care of a kid right now who's three years old and he just had his first word. He said, bye. And he said, I want. And when he came to started seeing us, he was making no eye contact. Like there was no possibility that he was going to speak. And now he's starting to speak and say his first words. And I'm not saying this to brag, but what I'm sharing with you is that through a very specific set of steps or things that you can do, you can address your child's brain and get them more language and get them more capacity within their brain. Because the truth is this, is that this kiddo that we we're taking care of who had his first words, he said bye for the first time. He said, I want for the first time. He's now regularly saying bye or at least lipping or mouthing bye. He may not be saying it verbally every single time. But one of the things that we see with him is that we've he had those words, like those words had been there. He had heard them many, many times, but there weren't enough connections within his brain 
His brain was too chaotic and too stressed out to even be able to communicate or express in a certain way. And as we start to wake up the brain through the very specific adjustments that we do, I'll walk about how, talk about how this works here in just a second. Through those adjustments, we've allowed him access to the language center of his brain. So now he's speaking, now he's communicating. Mom and dad are like thrilled, blown away that their three-year-old is saying words for the first time. You just had another woman, a new client into our office. She's never had her daughter adjusted before. We adjusted her. She's like, oh my gosh, last night my daughter said two new words. And she's saying more words than like we've ever heard her say before. And we hear this all the time again. One of the clients that we used to take care of when we first started taking care of her kiddo, she said to me, she's like, you know what, Dr. Daniel, my kiddo's saying sentences for the first time. Like he's speaking in full sentences. He used to only be able to say words three and a half years old. And the question is, how is this possible? And it has to do with the conversation about the brain because What we have to understand is that the brain controls how every single thing functions within our body. Like this is the fact of the matter. So I get very frustrated when there are conversations about tongue ties or about musculature in the mouth and things like that without addressing brain function because the brain controls all those muscles in the first place. I'm not saying tongue ties don't exist. I'm not saying buccal ties don't exist. What I'm saying though is that if we don't address the brain first, you're missing like the foundation of the thing that helps us develop our language in the first place. And so when we start adjusting these kids, when we put this vibration into the joints of the spine, when we're adjusting them to wake up the brain, to affect the brain, we start to get these profound results because of the way that vibration and that adjustment affects the frontal cortex of the brain. And this is what we know about the brain. We know that the right side of the brain controls blood flow to the left side of the brain. So what does this mean? This means that in kids, the right side of the brain develops first. The right side of the brain develops first. So the question then becomes, well, what is the right side of the brain control? Well, it controls blood flow to the left side of the brain. So the right side of the brain is it's to see big pictures. It controls the postural muscles. It's balance and coordination. The right side of the brain is the not nonverbal side of the brain. So it's the side of the brain that's able to read facial expressions. It likes new things. It is the cautious side, and it also turns off the immune system. Now, on the other hand, the left brain sees very small details. It's the reading, writing, speaking, literal, logical. It likes patterns and routine. It's the IQ side of the brain. So what we know, and I see this all the time with these kiddos, is that if they're struggling with language, one of two things must be happening, must be happening. Number one is that the right side of the brain cannot control blood flow to the left side of the brain well because it is weak and therefore the language suffers or the reading suffers. On the other side of that is that we could have a left side of the brain that is simply understimulated from stress, from stress. And so the question then becomes, Dr. Alyssa and I sat down this week and we looked at six of our, however many new clients we had this week. And one of the questions that came up was like, how did these kids have so much going on at such a young age? Like seemingly healthy kids, we do these scans, we do these neurological tests that we do here in our office and we see like craziness within their system, so much stress, so much like dysfunction, so much chaos within the system. And the question is, how does that become? And the answer could be prenatal, st- prenatal stress. So stress that mom had when she was pregnant with the baby. And then the birthing process is a huge stress to the babe. And if the babe comes out stressed into the world, they're going to stay in that state until they feel like it's safe. So one of the things we're doing with every single adjustment is we're waking up the brain to tell the brain, Hey, 
It's actually safe right now. We don't need to be in stress mode because in stress mode, the brain can get dampened or turned down. We don't need to be able to read someone's facial expressions. We don't need to be able to balance a checkbook. We don't need to be able to read or write or extrapolate on something or explain something very well if we have something attacking us. And this is called fight or flight. So what we're looking at every time what we do in the office and why we get these results with our kiddos who get new language or have less difficulty reading or start reading for the first time when they're seven years old, like all the crazy stuff that we see is because when we start to wake up the brain, we're allowing the right side of the brain to control blood flow to the left side of the brain. We're also waking up the part of the brain that's responsible for reading, writing, speaking. I literally had on Monday, mom comes in, she says, hey, you know what? For the first time, my kiddo's able to read whole paragraphs without getting frustrated, without getting confused, without getting lost, without mixing up words. And the question, like, how is that possible? It's only been a few weeks that we've been getting adjusted. And it's possible because the adjustments that we do are designed to wake up the brain, the analysis that we do as chiropractors, me and Dr. Alyssa inside of our office, what we do is look for imbalances from the right side of the brain to the left side of the brain so that we can allow for better function. And this can affect memory. This can affect mood. This can affect digestion. This can affect reading. This can affect writing. This can affect creativity. This can affect presence. This can affect productivity. This can affect profit. This can affect posture. This can affect all these things. And it's not some magic trick. It's not voodoo. It's science. Like it's based in science. There's a very specific pathway. The hypothalamic pituitary adrenal axis. When we adjust the joints of the spine, we have a direct effect on the adrenals via the vagus nerve. And when we activate the vagus nerve, that turns off the stress response, put the body in healing, and actually those vibrations wake up the frontal cortex of the brain. The frontal cortex of the brain is the part of the brain that's responsible for success. It's responsible for IQ. It's responsible for all the school skills. It's responsible for willpower. It's responsible for motivation. It's responsible for behavior. It's responsible for posture. And so every adjustment that we do from a scientific perspective, we can tell parents 100% for sure that as we adjust, we will affect the brain positively. Now, does this mean that every kiddo is going to have the exact same outcome? Absolutely not, because there are tons of other factors that play into this. There are vaccines that play factors into it. There's nutrition that plays into it. There are a bunch of things, but what we know 100% hands down is that we don't affect the brain first. If we don't address the brain first, then we will completely miss the boat on trying to address symptoms of speech issues or reading issues. And it breaks my heart more than anything to see parents come to us saying, I've tried speech pathologists, I've tried reading tutors, I've tried math tutors, I've tried OTs, I've tried PTs, I've tried this, I've seen this, I've done this, I bought this brain balance thing, I bought these videos, I bought this course, I bought, and spending all this time and energy and money running their kids from point A to point B, taking them to different therapists, or different pathologists, or whatever the case is, and realizing that like, as soon as they add chiropractic care into the mix with those things, the OTs are saying, What are you doing with this kiddo? Because they're getting massive results, like way quicker than we've ever seen before. What are you doing with this kiddo? Their language change. What are you doing with this kiddo? There's reading change. Like what's changed? Something's going on. There's this massive leap in progress. And the leap in progress is because the way that we affect the brain. And that's exactly what we do here inside of our office. Because what we understand and what we know is that language and verbal acuity 
all comes from the brain. And if we don't address that first, then we will completely miss a boat on getting results with kiddos and with adults alike inside of our office. My friends, that is all I have for you this week. I love and appreciate every single one of you. If you got some value out of this episode, please leave a rating, please leave a review. Also, if you want to know more about us or who we are, get more info, more content, whatever it is, ask us questions, please follow us on Facebook and Instagram. We would love to have a conversation with you. We would love to have you there. That's where we put lots of content, lots of empowering stuff for you and families. Love and appreciate you. We'll come at you again next week. Peace. Thank you for listening to The Nexus Podcast with your host, Dr. Daniel Kimbley. If you're interested in receiving more information about optimizing your brain and nervous system, check out our website at www.nexusfamilychiropractic.com.